Welcome along to Your Life Choices. This is the podcast with me, John Beeks, and you're very welcome. We're all about your health, your well-being, and your happiness. And I have Dr. Steve Hamblinton, who's a Chief Clinical Advisor for Australian Digital Health Agency. And we've spoken on the subject way back, but I think it's time to have another chat about it as Advanced Care Planning Week is on the way. Uh, Dr. Steve, welcome to you to Your Life Choices. Well, thank you very much. What, uh, what is Advanced Care Planning Week all about, sir? Well, Advanced Care Planning is something that we all should do. And so I guess like everything else, we just want to highlight it. And so we're going to try to have a week where we focus on it, where we invite people to think about it, think about it with their families, and maybe do something about it. What kinds of things should we be doing, especially for us 50 pluses? <laughs> well, yes, and somebody stood up on a bus for me yesterday, so that was very off-putting. But anyway... <laughs> That's fantastic. A, I didn't think anybody did that anymore, and B, you certainly don't look that old, do you? Well, I was, I was very disturbed by it, but I thought that the young lady was uh, was very kind. It was wonderful, actually. But anyway, so for, for those of us where uh, it's not just the people who get, get stood up for on a bus, and all of us should start thinking about what if in the future, and, and clearly for some of us, for our parents um, and for us as, as we as we get a bit older, we, we need to think about, well, what's important to me at the end of my life? And if I'm not able to make the decision myself, what can I do to make sure that my wishes are respected? And how can I help my family through that difficult part of the journey by making it clear what I wanted so they kind of don't feel like they've got to put themselves in a very difficult place? I spoke to you a couple of uh, days ago, Steve, and uh, you were in, in the nation's capital. What were you doing down there? Well, um, I've actually been in uh, three states last week. and We are doing some advanced planning for primary health care. So we're trying to make sure that uh, we set up Australia for the next 10 years. General practice, primary care interfaces with hospital practice, how we work together as one health system. Um, and we're putting together a plan into, together with a lot of senior leaders and uh, we want all of this health reform to enmesh. You know, we want to we want to have a health system that responds to the needs of of our patients and our and our consumers and their carers. And we want to we want to fold all this together. So, in fact, it does fit in with our thoughts about national advanced care planning. Um, it is about uh, a conversation. Well, you have you think about it yourself. You have a conversation with your loved ones, and uh, I've certainly had that conversation at home. You know, if I'm in a situation where there is no meaningful chance of recovery. You know, I've spoken to my family and said, look, in that circumstance, if I'm at the end of my life, it's okay uh, to, you know, to, to stop active treatment. And that, that's a really um, a difficult thing to talk about, but it's something we should talk about. Uh, and I'm hoping that it makes it a lot easier for them uh, if they're ever facing that decision. And sadly, um, you know, life, death is a part of life and we need to think about planning ahead a little bit more effectively. What uh, resources are available to the folks listening to this podcast now, Steve, uh, to help them uh, understand those sort of questions and try and you know put forward the uh, thoughts of uh, do not resuscitate or whatever to their loved ones? Well, actually, there's more and more resources, uh, much more than there were uh, four or five years ago, which is kind of really good. The Australian Digital Health Agency um, has got a summary document that you can get hold of, a fact sheet that you can get hold of on their website, which is really helpful, which is very simple and actually talks about what it is, uh, advanced care planning is, what you might do about it, and where to save it so other people get hold of it. So that's mm. a very good resource. Kind of like your wills. 
It is. It's, it's like a living will, um, and it's treated differently by each state. And so, uh, I guess there are there are differences. Oh, really? Between, really? Yeah, Again, we have to have how many countries in one place? Oh my goodness! It, know, re- it really drives me crazy. It must drive you berserk when you think of something as important as this has to, you know, go through various states filters and, uh, you know. Well, look, I, I totally agree. And, um, you know, there are statutory advanced care planning documents. Now, statutory means that there's a law that talks about it and there are certain things you've got to do to make it uh, a legal document, a legally enforceable document in some states. And there are non-statutory or common law um, focuses on other states. Steve, are you saying that if I live in Victoria and I've filled that out in Victoria and I hook up the Viscount and uh, I'm in northern uh, Queensland and, you know, the worst thing possibly happens to me, uh, that uh, that doesn't apply to Queensland? Well, look, there is some good news um, that each state respects each other state's document. Hmm, that's, that's something anyway. Yeah, that's right. Well, a piece of paper is actually one thing and, and it does hold legal... Uh, it, it was a, it's a legal document, certainly in Queensland. Once it's written down, you know, that's what's going to happen if we can find it, and that's that's what we're about to talk about. You know, we need to make a, make it available where we need it. But the piece of paper is one issue. It's actually having a conversation with your loved ones, with your substitute decision maker. That's as important, if not more important. And remember, none of these uh, documents come into play uh, if you're able to give consent or withdraw consent. And I say, I say to my patients, look, you know, if, if I say wink your left eye once if you understand what I'm talking about, twice if you don't, um, you know, if we can communicate with you and say, I'm sorry, you know, this, this has happened, this is what we propose to do, are you okay with that? And you can tell us we don't need these documents. But if we do, we turn to your loved one or you turn to your um, uh, substitute decision maker and say, what, what would you know, Steve, and that's my name, what would Steve want in this circumstance, and um, look, I'm hoping my wife's able to say, well, we did talk about it, and there were a couple of issues. You know, if it was a temporary problem, he wants everything. Throw the book at him, uh, you know, take me to intensive care, do all that. But if I'm dying of cancer and, you know, I have a, I have a cardiac arrest, please let me go. Um, you know, that's a CPR, uh, 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 resuscitation and, uh, and external, you know, cardiac compressions, the mouth-to-mouth in that circumstance. Really, I'm dying of cancer. Please let me go. And this is the sort of thing we're talking about. Now, that's, they're two very clear cases. You know, if I get pneumonia, please give me everything. If I'm dying of cancer, please let me go. But there's, there's stuff in between that um, we need to talk to our, our families about. You know, uh, and it is about um, your attitude towards care at the end of life. And you need to talk to your GP about this. And uh, in every state, um, if you need uh, to have this thing explained, it's very good to talk to your GP. And if people ask questions like, um, should I get intravenous fluid towards the end of my life? Should I have antibiotics towards the end of my life? Mm. What about a ventilator? What, about, what, what impact does that have? Um, and, you know, what is the appropriate palliative care? And what does palliative care mean? You know, it's definitely not uh, euthanasia or, or anything else. It's really about dignity and comfort for the person uh, to make sure they're not suffering and... Um, uh, and that's a, a conversation the GP can help you with. But if we don't have that piece of paper and we turn to your loved one um, and we can figure out pretty much what you need, uh, then it will be delivered. It's, it's those circumstances where your loved ones aren't around and we need to make a quick decision uh, that these documents come into their own. You've got five steps I see here. Step one, write down your wishes. 
Step two, upload your advanced care plan and your GP can do this for you. Step three, upload your advanced care document custodian's detail. What do you mean by that? Yep, and uh, and that is well, a custodian is someone you might trust with a copy of your plan. Okay. So, where and in, in reference to what we've been talking about, yes, we absolutely need to write down your wishes, and we kind of covered each state's got a different way of doing that. But if you write on a piece of paper, frankly, we'll read it. View, um, yeah, view view your advanced care plan and goals of care documents. Goals of care, yeah, and goals of care slightly different. Um, goals of care a little bit more detail. They might be more specific to your medical condition. If I was an emergency medicine physician, that's what I would want to know. And and uh, you know, and I'll, we'll come back to your question. But I, I, it's the saddest thing we see is when there's a transfer from a nursing home, and I've got a relative in a nursing home, and. It's a great transfer document. This is who it is. This is their problem. And the emergency physicians tell me, you know, uh, there is an advanced care directive. It's locked up in our safe. Mm. And you go, oh, I need to make a decision. I need to understand what this person in front of me would have wanted. And locked in the safe is not helpful. No. So the My Health record um, that uh, 23 million Australians have, 90, 93% of Australians have a My Health record, can store that document, and of course it will be available at the point of care should you be in, a, in emergency and someone needs to look at that document. So this is, these are the steps. Um, make sure you write it down and be advised by your GP. In fact, talk to your relatives about it so they know what you're doing. Mm. Um, you can upload it to your health record. Now, that's a bit tricky uh, for some of us, um, and to, just to confuse your listeners, you've got to make it into a PDF. You've got to upload it, and we've got detailed instructions how to do that, so don't worry too much. Don't let your eyes glaze over. And we can now have assisted uploads. So we're hoping to be able to turn that on in a nursing home and turn it on in a general practice. Okay. So your GP can also do it. That, that's great. So um, just to summarise, Steve, um, where can people go to access the information of which we're talking? Well, there's some really good websites that each state has put up. Um, there's a good, way, a good place to start for the whole country is a website called Advanced Care Planning. Advanced Care Planning. .org.au, yep. Really good. And that'll take you through the whole discussion and it'll actually direct you to the foibles and the differences in each state. Um, and it's quite good. So the other place to go, and I guess uh, the reason we're talking to each other today, is the myhealthrecord.gov.au website, which mm. has got details. And it's got that uh, fact sheet we talked about earlier. It's got details about advanced care planning on that website as well. And really more specific details about how you would get it on to your My Health Record. Because remember, remember, we're in control of our own health records. We mm. say what goes there and who we share it with. So that's one of the things you might want to share. Well, um, it's a timely advice and we do tend to look after our wills. Well, hopefully most of us look after our wills, but uh, this is something else that uh, as we get older, we should certainly turn our attention to as well. Uh, Dr. Steve, thank you so much indeed. And having travelled through so many states in how many days? Well, um, if you don't count the state of panic, it's, um, it's uh, three states. So well, there you go. No wonder you look tired and you. this girl thought you should sit down on the bus. I now get no, no, it. I've, I've, I've been reflecting on that ever since. <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> look, Steve, thank you so much indeed for giving up your time and uh, we will put up the, uh, the information on our Your Life Choices website as well. So there's a link to the uh, sites of which you speak. And uh, it's very, very important and very timely and, uh, and good luck. And I hope we get to speak again, my friend. I'm sure we will. Thank you very much. 
Dr. Steve Hablinton, who's the Chief Clinical Advisor for the Australian Digital Health Agency and is talking about a very important subject. And I hope, folks, you'll get onto your records and be able to upload all the advanced care plan information. 